Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Basic White Podcast. I have to say, originally, there was a different name for this podcast. It was going to be Basic White Bitch, because Basic White Girl was already taken, but Facebook and other platforms would not allow me to use the word bitch. I could have been talking about a female dog, you know. Do people still call female dogs bitches? Well, anyway, just saying. Could have been talking about something else. Definitely didn't have to take it the way that they did. But here we are. We're going to call it Basic White Podcast. And for this first episode, you're just going to get a basic overview of what we're going to be doing, what I plan on talking about, what I plan on doing with this podcast, because why would some random girl in Texas decide to start a podcast, am I right? So what I really want to do with this podcast is I won't be the only one here. Hopefully I'll be having um, a good amount of guests. Hopefully my friends are willing to come and guest the few friends that I have. Oh boy, I'm going to have to start being social. I'm an introvert. That's never fun. It's usually quite difficult. I can't wait to edit this because I hate the sound of my own voice, by the way. So, I might make my friend who's better at Adobe Audition do this. Jeremy, if you hear this, please help. Please help, my dude. Um, but what I did want to do is I wanted to discuss what it means to be a basic white girl and what that means for society. That sounds completely ridiculous, but for this first podcast... I plan on wasting 30 minutes of your time by just, you know, talking about what it's like to literally just be myself. Um, but I also want to talk about a couple other things. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that it was just Halloween, and I want to talk about what that means for certain people. <laughs> I apologize. I have a buildup of phlegm from sleeping. Yeah, we'll call it that. We'll just say it's from sleeping. However, I hope I remember how to edit this. I really do. <laughs> I think this first episode, before I start really planning out my episodes, is just going to be a stream of consciousness, and I hope that you're along for the ride. I hope that you guys are down for it, because that's what you're going to get. And if you don't listen after this episode, you're probably missing out, because I plan on getting better and better with every episode. <laughs> Um, I was inspired to make this podcast because I feel like there's always more to talk about. There's always more people who need to be heard. And what I would love to do is get all my friends involved in this. I would love to get them to come guest people that I haven't necessarily talked to in a very long time. I hope they listen to this and they have something to say and they want to be a part of it, especially if they live near Austin, Texas. Uh, I am also quite willing to have you guys record voice clips about what you have to say and I want to hear what you have to say. So send me those voice clips and maybe they will make it into a podcast. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but as I get better and better at editing these, hopefully I can do that. Um, so I'm going to get right into it. I'm not even going to waste any more time because it's already been almost four minutes of me just babbling. Um, what does it mean to be a basic white girl? Really, honestly, to everybody out there, what does it mean to you? What it means to me is pumpkin spice lattes, Uggs, leggings, uh, liking Ed Sheeran. But 
at the root of it, are they really just that basic? Is every girl that's basic just that one actual... Is that the only thing they subscribe to? Is that the only thing they have to really offer the world? And how do, how do you make it through life like that? I don't know. I mean, it just sounds like a lot of people... This is going to be a very short bit now that I think about it. Because really, there's nothing else to talk about from that. There's nowhere to go. Excuse me. I'm trying to stay hydrated and I haven't drank enough water this weekend. <laughs> Strangely, I did not drink, which is interesting. Maybe I should be drinking. It's only one o'clock. Should I be drinking? Do you guys think I should drink while I do this podcast? I probably should. It'll loosen me up. <laughs> yeah, I think I might in the future. I might drink while I do this podcast. So speaking of basic... I think that pumpkin spice is like kind of over. I really think that it's done. I think the next thing that we should really be thinking about in terms of false scents, I really think that everyone needs to focus on apples, on cinnamon apple specifically. Uh, the other day I was, um, it was my best friend Jeremy's birthday. So I went grocery shopping to make him dinner, which <laughs> it turns out his mom made a buttload of food at her at their house so it turns out I shouldn't have even cooked for him but it does not matter to me he had a great time what matters is that he enjoyed it and he understood the gesture which I think he did uh, I recently went on vacation with Jeremy and uh, our friend Lewis and our other friend Zach Zach took us to Arkansas which I thought there was nothing in Arkansas besides meth heads and I asked him if there was any basic white girl stuff to do, like coffee shops, and I never got to go to any, and I'm kind of sad that I didn't, but I'm also kind of glad because I don't like to be too basic. I don't even know what it means to be too basic. That's the sad thing. Um, but the one thing that people have said about me is that I love fall. Everyone knows I love fall. I'm the spooky bitch. I love Halloween. Everyone goes, oh, that's so basic, Tina. You're so basic. And then the reason I came up with the name of this podcast and the tagline being anything but is that you guys are just seeing the tip of the iceberg. And I think that's really what it means to be basic is that you show a, a very basic view of yourself to the world around you and they never get to see what's really behind that. If that makes any sense. I don't know if it does. I don't even know what I'm doing here. I'm going to be honest. I want to talk about a lot of things with this podcast. I love talking about the supernatural. I love true crime. I have, um, I have certain crimes and certain hauntings that I want to talk about, but those are going to be later episodes that are more planned out. And I did not want to limit myself to just talking about that, which bringing it back to Jeremy, one of my favorite things about his podcast that he has with his friends is that they don't have one topic either. They just kind of talk. And I kind of wanted to follow that basic format of just talking, which sounds like it might be a disaster waiting to happen, to be honest, because I tend to just kind of free associate after a while. Uh, kind of like I'm already doing. But to bring it back to his birthday, I went grocery shopping because I was going to make him chicken parm. I don't really cook that often for other people so when I do it's kind of usually special occasions only uh, or it's just kind of like I'm having a few friends over and I don't want to order pizza 
Um, and it's kind of messed up because everything I make has dairy in it. And usually when I cook for people, Jeremy is there and we are both lactose intolerant and we both wind up feeling the pain of it later on. I mean, I know I do. But <laughs> so he and Lois came over and I started cooking. But while I was at the grocery store, I wanted to grab a drink really quickly, but I wanted something with caffeine in it. And I looked and I went to grab the Coca-Cola and I realized it had a flavor. And I was really excited because it was a limited edition that I had never heard of. It is cinnamon Coca-Cola. So I'm going to sample this cinnamon Coca-Cola right here for the very first time. And I'm going to let you guys know what I think of it. I have a bottle right here. I hope you guys heard that because I heard that. All right, here we go. Interesting. So, <coughs> that was actually really interesting. That's actually really, like, it works. Okay, so cinnamon is not sweet, for those of you that don't know. Cinnamon is not necessarily sweet. You have to add sugar to it. So, since there's already sugar in Coca-Cola... Everything worked very well. Hello, pumpkin. Here. Do you want to say hi? <coughs> that didn't sound very pleasant. I'm sorry. Here. Go play. Or keep rubbing on my legs. Whatever makes you happy. So the cinnamon actually complements the Coca-Cola in a way that, oh my god, I'm so basic. Yikes. Anyway. <clears throat> wow. Just wow. I feel really basic right now. But the sugar and the cinnamon together are almost a separate taste from the Coca-Cola itself. I have to have another sip. This is actually pretty good. If you see it, I recommend you buy it because it's probably worth it. Yeah, the Coca-Cola and the cinnamon, they work together, but they're two separate tastes. So it's like putting two separate things into your mouth. That sounds dirty. By the way, if there's any time for me to make a dirty joke, I'm probably going to make it. So if you're not into that, you probably shouldn't listen to me. I really hope that my friends from back home or my family back home listen to this and they're like, wow, she really is crazy. Because um, I'm sitting here by myself talking into a microphone. And I actually, you know, I'm going to finish talking about the Coca-Cola before I bring up that subject. Um, so my, my verdict on that Coca-Cola is actually that it's really good. I recommend it. I really do. It's actually really good. It's very interesting. It's a different taste. It's still refreshing, even when it's warm, because for some reason I did not refrigerate that. I'm stupid. But even warm, it actually tastes pretty fucking good. Um, I remember when I was in, and I'm just segueing into this without any sort of lead-in. I remember when I was in fifth grade, I used to, I had a karaoke machine that you could record on. And it was this big bulky thing that was in my room. And I used to record tapes for my fifth grade English teacher. Yeah, I was one of those. I always felt a kinship with my English teachers. I was one of those. I was not normal. Still not normal. Never will be normal. 
And she always told me that I had a voice for radio. And my father has always told me that as well. Um, that I always sound very nice answering phones and that I have a very soothing voice. A lot of people tell me that I have a very soothing voice. They also tell me I have a very soothing touch, which, you know, maybe that's true. I don't know. I think it comes down to me being an empath. I think that's why I've, I'm so soothing to other people, but it also opens me up to toxicity, which is something I'm going to talk about in another episode, which it's on my list of, I have a list of things. Um, just going off this list right now, I plan to talk about writing. Uh, I did just talk a little bit about food, technically, because I talked about Coca-Cola. Uh, I plan to talk about travel. Um, I'm going to talk about my trip to Arkansas and how much fun it was and how much I enjoyed myself. Talking about going on adventures, I want to talk about The Supernatural as well as the show Supernatural because it is ending soon. I want to talk about the fandom of Supernatural and the toxicity that exists in that fandom and in fandoms in general. I'm hoping I can get the input of other people who are parts of fandoms that have experienced that toxicity. Uh, I want to talk about toxicity in general, not like chemicals, but I want to talk about how people can be toxic and how that toxicity can drain you. And I want to get into that um, because I don't think there's enough attention drawn to that. People don't go in depth enough with that. I want to talk about music a lot because I love music. I miss live music with the pandemic. It's just become... Uh, you know, we're all kind of just waiting for the pandemic to pass, but I think what, what we really miss is going to live shows, a lot of us. I know I miss it. I know that, um, I know that a lot of us miss the feeling of going to a live show and hearing music live. It's probably one of, it's probably one of those things that's really close to just like perfection in a moment, you know? And it's so funny because when I go to live shows, I always feel like I'm being crowded because there's so many people. I don't like big crowds of people, but I go for the live music. Like I, It's one of those things where you tolerate it for the live music and you just kind of have to sit there and just like grin and bear it, I guess. It's one of those things. Um, but I do love it. I love live music. I miss it. I have tons of musician friends that I haven't seen live in forever. Spent most of my 20s at Rockwood Music Hall going to uh, live music. Uh, spent a lot of time at Mercury Lounge. Um, I just, I miss live music so much. And I know that I have a lot of friends that do as well. How have I actually been talking for 15 minutes straight? I swear to you, this is the most that I've spoken all weekend. And I'm actually quite impressed with myself. I'm trying to drag these out to like 30, 45 minutes. But that might be hell to edit, and I'm not very good at editing, so there's that. Um, so I, I did talk about, you know, how pumpkin spice is kind of over for some people. Some people are pretty past it. I know I am. I know I'm pretty over the whole pumpkin spice craze. Oh, shoot, there's still a, like a zip tie on my mask. Oops. I bought this really pretty mask at HEB, which is, for those of you that don't know what HEB is, it's uh, the, the chain grocery store in Texas, but it's so much more than a grocery store. It's 
one of the few places that gives you amazing career opportunities and it gives you great work, work experience. Um, most of my friends work for HEB because I worked for HEB for three and a half years. And now that I work for CSG, I find myself missing those friendships and I find myself missing going to work every day, knowing that those people are going through the same thing I'm going through because we are, you know, we're customer facing people. We have to deal with the public during a pandemic. And, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of my coworkers that are still at HEB and I really admire them for going to work every day. I know that for me, it got to be too much of a drain. It got to be to the point where I was actually scared for myself because I am part of the more at risk population. So I needed to find something that wasn't as customer facing, that didn't deal with as many people or just didn't deal with the public. So that is actually the only reason, the main reason, and probably the only why I decided to change gears in my professional life. If I could just uh, make money off of being, off of running a podcast, I would, but you know, I didn't get that idea until maybe like four or five days ago. (laughs) Um, But I'm very proud of my coworkers, my former coworkers at HEB, and I know that a lot of them don't try not to think about the risk that they're putting themselves at by working, but I want them to know that all I want is their safety. I want to make sure that they're okay. Um, the, I just went on a vacation with two of my former coworkers from HEB. Uh, my friend Zach and my friend Jeremy both work there. That's how I met them. And, um, Zach took us to Arkansas, which I didn't think there was anything in Arkansas besides meth heads. I know I said that before, but I really genuinely didn't think that. Did think that. Did think that. Um, I tend to correct myself very emphatically in case you haven't noticed. And then I tend to make fun of myself for it. But we had a really good time. It was So originally, it was supposed to be my best friend Jeremy and I, and we were going to go to New York and I was going to show him New York and he was going to see the city and we were going to do a day trip to Salem right around Halloween and then the pandemic hit. Well, actually first we decided that we were also going to have Zach come with us too because I hung out with Zach and Zach was like, why wasn't I invited? And then I realized like it was kind of dick for us to not invite him because he's one of our good friends. So it was supposed to be the three of us, we were going to stay at, um, mine and my parents' house out on Long Island. Uh, so we wouldn't have to pay for a hotel. There would be space enough for all of us. And it was going to be a week in New York and it was going to be really convenient because we could just, as long as we rented a car, we could just go ahead and (laughs) we could, uh, do a day trip to Salem because we could just take the ferry to New England. But the pandemic hit and Things were very uncertain for several months, but I had a feeling it wasn't going to work out. And uh, what really I think did it in was probably around August or September when New York decided that people traveling to New York had to quarantine for two weeks beforehand. Well, here's the problem. I could probably stand to quarantine for two weeks. I think I had the PTO at the time, 
but I couldn't do that to Zach and Jeremy because they would have to stay home for two weeks and for them it it would really suck and honestly I don't think that any of us could do it and we just decided not to but we still had the time off so we didn't really know what to do with it and Zach was like well I can just take us to Fayetteville and I can show you guys all the stuff I used to do and it's really beautiful and there's probably fall foliage to look at and there's hiking trails and there's all this other shit to do and you know Jeremy and I are down for pretty much any adventure so we were like hell yeah let's do it fuck yeah and it was fantastic I mean I had a great time especially because I kept discovering that there weren't as many meth heads as I thought there were uh there were actually normal people and I didn't see that many uh meth heads while I was there which was really shocking um yeah, genuinely shocking for me because I thought there was nothing but meth heads, uh, but there wasn't, which was great um, because it made it more beautiful. <laughs> but I did hear some stories about meth heads and we Airbnb'd this house that was right off the highway and I figured, you know, close to the highway there might be, but there wasn't that many meth heads. It was actually quite safe. I felt pretty comfortable there. <laughs> It was a really nice house, a lot nicer than I thought it was going to be, even though I saw the photos. Like, I was just sitting there like, why is this so, why do I think this is so nice, even though I already saw the photos? Why do I feel this way? Um, there was, we did have a couple of days where we felt kind of burnt out, especially the two introverts on the trip, um, Zach and I. We definitely needed some downtime, and it was actually awesome because it was also a very creative trip. Uh, I wound up writing on a story that I hadn't touched in a very long time, um, actually two stories, and we, uh, we filmed a, a short, a horror short, supernatural horror short. We used Zach as our actor, uh, cause he's pretty and because people want to see pretty, um, that's currently being edited. Hold on. Asiago, what are you doing? My roommate's cat has decided she wants to play Neighborhood Watch in my window. That's fine. That's fine. She's strange. Both of my cats are very strange. Um, but I think that the footage we got came out great. I think that, you know, it was a really good time, the trip. It was, it was a really good chance to get out and see something different. Um, you know, I felt bad because Zach got very nostalgic and kind of sad, but I kind of understand because that would have been me the entire week we went to New York. That would have just been me being like, well, if uh, anybody could do this, but they can't because it's all shut down because of the pandemic. This is where I spent most of my 20s hanging out at Rockwood Music Hall. Uh, this is the train that I would get on to go home. This is, uh, I would walk by this every day. This is where I would get my sandwiches when I was drunk. Because in New York, you either get drunk pizza or you get drunk sandwiches or you go to a halal cart and you get a buttload of food for like four bucks and then you pass out when you get home because you just ate so much food. And you probably ate it while walking because that's a New York thing. And that kind of nostalgia is, it's definitely something that I would have experienced if we had gone to New York. But, you know, I also... I noticed that Zach was really feeling it and I think it burned him out a little bit more than uh, the rest of us. I think it was, 
he seemed pretty burnt out by the end of the trip. I wish I could retract that, but I was worried about Zach for a while. Um, like I said, I'm an empath and I tend to notice when people's moods change or I tend to notice when they're feeling some sort of way. And I noticed that Zach was feeling some type of way. So I was kind of on high alert for that. I was kind of watching out for everybody around me. Um, but overall, I mean, the trip was fantastic. I cannot say that enough. Like kudos to Zach for planning everything out. That was definitely amazing. He kept us busy. He also understood we needed downtime. Uh, I think my favorite night was the night that we all played Pong and I saw who I thought were my best friends turn into frat boys and they've never been that unattractive in my life. Like frat boys, why are you like this? Frat boys, why do you do this? Who do you think you're impressing when you play beer pong and you just sit there and just dick measure? Because honestly, you guys, it's not attractive. <laughs> but watching my two best friends turn into frat boys was probably the high point. One of the many high points. There were a lot. But that was definitely a high point. It was definitely entertaining. Um, no, it really wasn't. Because it was just a bunch of guys just measuring dicks. And, like, I'm just not interested in that. Hey, pumpkin. Sorry, I get distracted very easily. And allowing my cats in here while I do this, it, the only reason I do it is because if I don't, my one cat will meow at the door until I let her in. So I figure it's easier just to let her in. But I get distracted so easily that when she pops up, I'm like, oh, hello, kitty. Y'all weren't supposed to hear that voice yet. Pretend you didn't hear that. You'll hear it again eventually. You'll hear some of the weird voices I can do. I can do some accents too. I did a couple on Jeremy's podcast, uh, the Two Guys in the Closet podcast. I recommend them uh, for entertainment purposes only. They're, they're quite entertaining. Um, I was on an episode last year. I was, uh, at the time I had never met Lewis and I was quote unquote filling in for him because he didn't want to come and they decided to do the podcast anyway. So I quote unquote filled in for him, even though there's nobody that can fill Lewis's shoes. They're very unique and large. He's got big feet. Ladies, he's single. Ladies, so are Zach and Jeremy. Please date them. Please date Zach and Jeremy. I will literally pimp them out to you. Just date them. Honestly, no, like, I wouldn't be friends with these guys if they, I didn't think they were good people. And as an empath, I can tell good people. So consider that into your calculations before you write off me telling you to date them. Ladies, if you're local to Texas, these guys are single. Please, please date them. They're awesome guys and they deserve the best. Please, please date them. Um, now that I've, I've, I'm done pimping out my, my best friends... Um, to sum up the trip in Arkansas, it was great. Uh, we had a really good time. I definitely basic white girled over the fall foliage because apparently we were, we just happened to be there during the one week where the fall foliage was just like out to party and everything was just coming out. All the colors, the leaves were changing and they were falling and it felt that was a good moment of nostalgia for me. The reason 
it was honestly the cherry on top of a great vacation because one thing I haven't seen in a really, 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 really long time, I'm talking like five years, is some amazing leaf turning fall foliage. I love Texas. I consider myself a Texan now, but one of the things that you can't get here is fall foliage. And you can't get it because there is no fall here. Like we had maybe like a two day cold snap and that was it. We're at like 75 degrees now and it's not even cold. It's just depressing. Like it's great because I was able to turn my AC off finally and open my window, but it's not cold. I like to be cold. Uh, I do better in cold than I do heat, which people say, why did you move to Texas? And I was like, well, it's not so much the weather that I moved to Texas for so much as I have a sister here and, you know, I have pretty good job opportunities here, better than I had when I lived in North Carolina. Also, if I stayed in North Carolina another year, there was a pretty good chance I was just going to kill myself because I knew I wasn't going anywhere. Um, and that's actually a very serious topic that I do want to discuss. I should add that to the list. Um, not North Carolina because fuck North Carolina. But I do want to talk about mental health and, uh, I do plan on opening up about my suicidal thoughts at some point. So if you're not ready for that conversation, just know it's, it's down the road. Uh, it's, it's going to come. There will be fair warning. Uh, cause I believe in safe spaces, but I don't believe in, in coddling. Um, and I'm definitely not going to do that, but I do plan on talking about, I hope I can get, people who will talk about their mental health experiences. So please, um, if you do want to talk about your mental health experience, if you do want to discuss it, maybe possibly how the pandemic has affected your mental health or just in general, what your mental health has been like even before the pandemic, I want that conversation to be had. And I do plan on doing it in a later episode. Um, as someone who has been suicidal and has lost someone to suicide, it's not a laughing matter, but it's also something that I feel needs to be talked about a lot more. Um, when I was younger, I was thinking about the kind of person I was going to be. And I always knew that I was going to be the kind of person that talked about mental health a lot because I knew that something was wrong with me. And when I figured out something was wrong and I got my diagnosis, you know, I just felt like there wasn't enough people to talk to about it, but I didn't want to shout it from the rooftops. I'm not a shout it from the rooftops kind of person. I'm actually very private. This podcast aside, I don't really talk about my personal life or my personal thoughts or feelings. Um, and I'm going to try not to put too much of that into this podcast because you guys aren't here to, to hear me talk about my personal life. You guys are here because you want entertainment. So with that being said and done, that's what I plan on doing. I can't believe I've been talking for almost 32 minutes. I need a drink. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up soon because this is just a basic first episode. Um, I definitely went into the red a couple of times, so I'm going to have to edit that and fix it. I hope it's not too bad. Jeremy, please help. Jeremy, help me. Jeremy, teach me your ways of Adobe Audition. I need you. 
that's my uh, official plea to Jeremy. It's it's now been recorded. Jeremy, please help. My dude, I need your help. I need your genius. Um, but uh, I hope that you enjoyed this first episode. I hope that I didn't completely suck. This is not how it's going to be for every episode. I think next episode my topic is going to be something about true crime. My cat's trying to climb into my lap right now, and it's not really working out for me, so I'm going to go ahead and skedaddle. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope I didn't jump around too much. I know my brain was definitely not organized when I started this, but I knew I had to do it, because if I didn't do it, I would be like, I'd hate myself. Literally, Tina, you suck. Um, You ever been like that? Has anybody ever just, you know, let me know. Go ahead and comment. Hit me up. Um... I'm going to start a Twitter account. I'm going to start all sorts of social media for this. I'm, I'm still trying to um, get everything together because I really want to make this into something that people enjoy. I hope that people listen to this. It's not just going to be me rambling. It's At some point, it's going to all make sense. <laughs> I'm still organizing this, but I hope you enjoyed this. I hope that you come back for the next episode. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out. I'm going to try and put out content as often as possible because if you, in this world, if you don't, you do not prosper. But I'm thinking next episode will be something about true crime. I have a topic in mind. I have to learn how to pronounce some of the names. Um, but it's, it's quite disturbing and I plan on talking about it for at least 30 minutes. So it's going to be a lot of content for me to put out. It's going to take some planning. I hope that you guys are ready. I hope you listen. Uh, Until then, I hope everybody has a great day. I hope everyone makes good decisions. That's what I tell people when I leave them. I tell them to make good decisions. I got that from an old coworker at HEB who would tell us to make good decisions before he left. Shout out to Chase. Hashtag true homie. Um, Not really because I don't really think that we were that close. But I always liked him. I thought he was a cool dude. Uh, But I hope that you guys come back for the next episode. I will hopefully be recording it and putting it up soon. Until then, be safe, make good decisions, and I will talk to you soon.